0: Michael Pollitt, thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today. We're here at the Festival of Ideas, the Electricity Policy Research Group. Now, you kicked off the debate on energy policies, the good, the bad and the ugly. Uh, how did you formulate your two statements?
1: Um, well, I think the, f- the, the, the first statement that I had, which was um, about uh, you know national policies to promote renewable energy, electricity and whether they were an effective way to achieve um, carbon reduction targets. That that first statement was really trying to unpack the two major EU-wide energy and climate policies that the UK has signed up to. Um, so the first one is the um, emissions trading um, scheme, where um, CO2 from the electricity sector and other energy-intensive sectors is capped. Um, Uh, at the EU level and that um, cap is binding and it results in a positive price for CO2 emissions which any emitter who's subject to the scheme must pay. And then there's the other policy which we've signed up to which is the Renewable Energy Directive and the Renewable Energy Directive sets um, national level um, targets for the amount of primary energy that must come from renewable sources. And the UK has signed up to a 15% target by 2020, currently at 3%. And what I was trying to get at was these two policies actually conflict with one another.
0: You said they were at war with one another. Yes,
1: Um, because, of course, it's quite fashionable for um, politicians to claim that the renewable energy um, target is... A, a climate policy, and actually it's it's to do with reducing co2 but actually in in reality co2 emissions are capped by the emissions trading scheme from the electricity sector, and that means that any more renewables uh, electricity doesn't actually reduce um, co2 all it does is it um, reduces the tightness of the cap, reduces the price of co2 permits, and in effect. Um, people who were burning uh, gas in their power stations switched to burning coal and the total amount of co2 that's produced from the electricity sector remains the same
0: well if that discussion point wasn't enough we then moved on to statement two where you talked to the fact that you thought early stage low carbon energy technologies should be subsidized why particularly in a climate when when everybody's trying to save money and cap back it's not popular to talk about subsidies is it?
1: Yeah that, and that's right of course um, it should be uh, it's worth pointing out I think that the subsidies that we're talking about are essentially electricity customers paying more now for electricity from these early stage technologies in the hope that the price of electricity from these sources will come down in the future so it's not a a, 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 a subsidy that's primarily coming from the government in most cases. It's actually a subsidy that's coming from electricity consumers. And in that sense, what, what electricity consumers are actually paying for is they're making an investment up front, which they hope to earn a return from in terms of lower prices in the future. And what I was arguing was that um, early-stage technologies should be subsidized because... They have the prospect of substantial amounts of learning um, by doing and by um, the the, the benefits of strategic um, deployment which mean that um, as we deploy more of these technologies the cost of them comes down and we have the prospect of of, of lower prices in the future than we would otherwise have.
0: But but the bad reasons for subsidies, come on, green jobs, we, we need this technology?
1: yeah well of course any subsidy has risks associated with it um and we're the the argument that's sometimes made for subsidies to renewable electricity are this is this green jobs argument and of course, it's important to knock that on the head that is not a good argument for um uh, for green technologies because green technologies tend to be very capital intensive they involve huge amounts of upfront costs. They don't actually have many jobs associated with them. I, I mentioned the, the offshore wind industry. Even if we subsidise it to you know the maximum likely extent, which could be up to £2 billion a year in the UK, we only create about 80,000 jobs in, the, in, in some of the best scenarios, and that would be £25,000 a job per year, which is well above... the uh, the the cost per job that would be used by a regional development agency for instance to evaluate whether it was worth subsidizing a job so these are very expensive subsidized jobs and it wouldn't be worth subsidizing them on the job basis
0: and of course people in terms of jobs green energy new technology global problems also talk about the rise of china don't they That, that that comes into the debate as well and you said the jobs will likely be in china
1: well, yeah, because these are very, so the, the you know, people argue by, oh, well, isn't it great that, um, you know, that the, there'll be the prospect of new factories to churn out these green technologies and these green pieces of, uh, of equipment. But the reality is that, you know, this is just another type of manufacturing and it's going to get done where manufacturing is cheapest and that's likely to be in China if it's Um, uh, you know, not particularly high-tech, and if it's high-tech, it'll probably get done in Germany. It's not going to get done in the UK. um, Therefore, um, we shouldn't be subsidising on the basis that this is going to help resuscitate our manufacturing sector.
0: Okay. well, now let's go to the all-important voting by our audience here before and after. National policies to promote renewable electricity are an effective way to achieve the EU's carbon reduction targets. How did you fare?
1: Well, I, I, it, surprisingly, um, most people actually agreed with that statement to begin with, and they still agreed with it after I'd explained that it wasn't particularly effective. But um, I'm pleased to say that oh, most of the don't knows seem to have transferred to knows. So, um, um, what I could take away from that is people who think that um, subsidising green electricity is a good thing will always think it's a good thing, but those who um, are persuadable might might actually um uh, realized that um we we can 't make an argument at the moment to subsidize green electricity on the grounds that it reduces c o two
0: so in in a sense you you won both debates. Should we talk about winning
1: um well i th- i and I, I think on the on on the second statement about uh, early stage car- low carbon technologies, actually most people were in favor of that before, and what happened was um, that the percentage of people supporting that went up, um, which I think is the right answer. We, sh- we should be in favour of subsidising early-stage um, uh, low-carbon technologies, but on the other hand, we might have a debate about what is early-stage and <laughs> when should we cut off the subsidy. And
0: what do you take away from it, listening to your colleagues talking to here at the Judge Business School? I mean, I, th- I think we also learned about... 27 different energy ministers in 27 different countries in Europe it was a wide-ranging debate
1: yeah I think it was very interesting and and the questions that we got were were really good and I think you know I don't think all of all of us uh, colleagues who were speaking would agree with one another I'm not sure I would be as positive about getting rid of um, 27 energy ministers and creating one sort of euro averaged uh, energy minister um, and heavily nec- lobbied <laughs> would necessarily improve things. Um, I, I believe in a bit of healthy competition between countries in terms of uh, developing more effective policies such that good policies can rise to the top and then get adopted more generally. Um, but um, you know, clearly, this is an area of active debate on many of these statements that we were making, and it was good to see that. Uh, the, the different sides of the debate reflected in both on the panel's comments and from the audience
0: Michael Pollitt thank you very much indeed for talking to the Cambridge Judge Business School podcast series today here at the Festival of Ideas the Electricity Policy Research Group
1: thank you very much